0: Good morning, everybody. Welcome to this Tuesday, the seventh day in February of 2023. I'm your host, Michael Kimmett, bringing you four of the most crucial current events in cyber and technology that you need to make it through your day. And we're going to start with encrypted chat platforms. There are a number of these platforms that offer encrypted messages, to include voicemail, which are increasingly popular as people value their privacy. The problem is that these encrypted platforms also are abused by criminals who seek privacy for a different, more nefarious reason. What you need to know, though, is that when you're using an encrypted chat platform, you should be aware of who you are talking to. Who on that other device, whether that's a computer or a phone or a tablet, are you actually communicating with? Because the Federal Bureau of Investigation actually uses human people or sources on these encrypted chat platforms to help solve crimes. If they can't look at the data in real time because it's encrypted, and decrypting it is technically illegal, uh, they can get a warrant to have people on these platforms to help identify crime. And that's actually something that was very successful recently. Using one of these informants, The Federal Bureau of Investigation was able to bring indictments against a Nazi in the United States who was attempting to encourage others, in this case an FBI informant, to destroy critical resources, in this case the city of Baltimore. Now, uh, there was a specific energy provider in Baltimore that has confirmed that none of their capability was disrupted as a result of this individual, but it does follow a startling trend where in other states like Washington and South Carolina, uh, a lot of these kinds of critical resources, energy uh, and electric power, for example, are being um, encouraged by people like this neo-Nazi to conduct anything from vandalism to outright destruction. Number of small-scale shootings, people with a grenade, for example, could impact electric power for huge regions. And using technology to support these endeavors is certainly not encouraged. And it does constitute uh, planning a crime. And so the FBI is trying to uh, use the technology to their advantage to help keep you safe. And there's a lot of people unhappy with the Federal Bureau of Investigation uh, having a source or plant on an encrypted platform saying, that's why we went to an encrypted platform, because the FBI is spying on us. Well, it's not just the FBI. In the Netherlands, the Dutch police actually were able to shut down an encrypted platform used by criminals. And not only did they shut it down, they did this by hacking into it, stealing all the data, and literally spying on criminals. This operation resulted in the arrest of 11 individuals, all connected with the XCLU platform. And this uh, was in conjunction with physical searches of over 20 places uh, throughout the Netherlands. And uh, the uh, Dutch police actually have said that um, they have expertise in cybercrime, which supported their efforts to steal data from Service, which includes 3,000 users, uh, just shy of one-third of them are Dutch-based So the Dutch are seeking, in this case, uh, to help secure Dutch from Dutch criminals. But it does include over 2,000 other users of the Exclu platform. Now, presumably because of its nature, those are nefarious transactions. But they, they, being the Dutch police, possess all communication data of those individuals. So if you use the Exclu platform, even if you weren't a criminal, the police in the Netherlands have your communications, which could be used against you in a court to prove that you did or did not commit a crime. We're going to move on to more criminal activity. And this kind of criminal activity sometimes gets a pass, a hacktivist activity. Uh, the hacktivist collective Anonymous has an affiliate group called Cox Z. And Cox-Z is uh, getting some notoriety because they were able to steal data from a Russian internet service provider known as Convex. So Cox-Z, part of Anonymous, hacked Convex, a Russian internet service provider, and stole over 100 gigabytes of documents. Now, Anonymous as a whole has been targeting Russia because of expressed displeasure with Russia's activities in Ukraine, namely invading a neighboring country. And so uh, hacktivist groups like Anonymous have been targeting Russia to steal data, publish it, post it. What's interesting about this is that Cox Z uh, posted this data to a leak site known as DDoS Secrets, DDoS Secrets. And that data is there, and it shows that the federal um, um, spying apparatus of Russia, known as the FSB, worked directly with Convex to spy on Russian citizens. And many people felt that Russia spied on its internet and citizens anyways, but this is proof of that, which some researchers are saying technically violate Russian laws that should prohibit Russia from directly just getting data from internet service providers and spying on people. So this does constitute a huge violation of privacy in Russia. Many assumed it had already been happening, and now we have the proof because of hacktivists who targeted the internet service provider in Russia. We're going to end today talking about technology known as ESXi. Now ESXi is a part of a technology known as VMware where you can create virtual machines for your employee base or research needs and it is a widely popular and well-used technology. The problem is that criminals are able to scan en masse for this which would allow them to steal data from your virtual machines or use your computing resources because a lot of the hardware behind VMware, those servers it's stored on, have vast computing resources that criminals can abuse. So, um, a new report has shown that there is a massive campaign looking to target specifically ESXi servers that are using versions prior to 7.0 U3i. Now, interestingly enough, there's an attack taking place that is abusing port 427. So if you use ESXi technology, what you should do is upgrade as soon as possible and also look at traffic historically to port 427 to know if criminals have been trying to abuse you through your vulnerable ESXi server. How exactly they're doing this is by abusing an old flaw. The flaw was uncovered in late 2021 and patched in uh, 2021 as well, and one of these is a heap overflow vulnerability in VMware ESXi. It's tracked as CVE-2021-21974. Again, there's this huge campaign against this technology. It's entirely preventable if you just patch. But By understanding these attacks, we can also look at other means that organizations can use to protect themselves, like uh, closing off port 427. Because there's a lot of reasons organizations might not be able to patch, like end-of-life hardware, configuration issues, there's a host of reasons. So when people don't patch, it doesn't mean that they're just negligent, it might mean that they're accepting the risk because it would cause problems to upgrade. But if you can, please upgrade because ransomware actors are trying to target you via this technology. That'll do it for me today. Thank you all so very much. Have a fantastic and outstanding Tuesday. We'll see you bright and early tomorrow on Wednesday. Until then, stay safe, stay strong, stay healthy. Michael Kim, signing off. Ciao. Welcome back, listeners. Today's tip of the cap goes to a doctor. Dr. Maria del Carmen Garcia-Rivas is getting a sincere tip of the cap for being presented with the Kenton R. Miller Award. This is an award presented by the IUCN World Commission on Protected Areas, which is very prestigious. And Dr. Garcia-Rivas was presented this because she is leading the way for women rangers and conservation professionals, being one of the first female diving instructors in Mexico, and one of the first women to actively engage with not just the Navy, but also fishermen across the country to pursue uh, ensuring that there's conservation and protected areas for wildlife. So to you, Dr. Garcia-Rivas, a sincere tip of the cap for being a role model and invested in the future of this world, and please keep on conserving.